everyone. Welcome to the third episode of Vino and Vodka Diaries. I'm Cynthia. And I'm Natalie. Welcome, welcome, everyone. We're on to episode three. We just had a minor mishap. We're still learning how to record and get these things up and going. <laughs> and Natalie was like, wait, is my mic on? Let's test it out. Is your microphone blinking? And keep in mind, we're in two different states. Actually, we're now we're in two different time zones. Her light was blinking. It's supposed to be solid. And so was mine. But if she didn't ask that, we would have recorded the whole podcast without any sound and we would have had to start over. So the third episode, the first thing we're going to start out with is... I'll just pick up. This week, I experienced experienced for the first time tonsil stones. Have you ever had them before? I've had one. I think I had one. It was kind of (laughs) self-diagnosed. I I went to the doctor and he was like, you don't have anything, but I think it's because I got rid of it. Uh, So I think I know what it is. I'm 99% sure I had one, but what is going on with you? So I've never had one before. And since I've been pregnant, I have like a bunch of sneezing and allergies and stuff. And I open my throat and I look in the back and I see tonsil stones. My sister Michelle had told me about them before. What she told me is that you can push them out. So what do I do? I open my mouth, stick my finger in the back of my throat and start pushing them out. It's like one of the most satisfying and disgusting things. I probably... It worked? Yeah, and it worked. There's like these little calcified material that gets stuck in your tonsils back there. And if you can see them, that means you can you can push them out if they're not like super big. I, I guess if they are big, you could push them out. But it gives you like super bad breath. And I didn't think I had bad breath. So you didn't go to the doctor. This is all on your own. Oh yeah, this is uh, Googling and looking at pictures. If you do look it up, like there's some people with some nasty tonsil stones. So <laughs> if you ever get curious... Go ahead and open your mouth. I did that whole like WebMD, like I'm dying from this (laughs) thing that just flew out of my mouth. So yeah, I've seen the pictures. Not attractive. Definitely not. Luckily, mine were were super, super tiny, um, like the size of a freckle, but they're still there and I keep pushing them out and it's gross. Okay. So, so far with your pregnancy, we have diagnosed you as having sensitive eyelashes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 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 Got pulled off by everyday lash strips and tonsil stones. So you're learning lots of things, people. You're learning what people don't tell you about (laughs) pregnancy side effects. Hilarious. So what else is going on? We just had your baby shower. Yes, and it was wonderful. The theme of the baby shower and the nursery is adventure and travel. We had a lot of hot air balloon kind of themes within there. We got engaged in a hot air balloon, and the first movie we saw together was Up. The hot air balloons are kind of special to us. You guys did a great job planning it and decorating it, and people gave you guys tons of compliments when I showed the pictures. So thank you very much. And particularly, I really enjoyed the hummus that you homemade, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, well, we had like a Mediterranean menu, which I thought was really unique, and the food was really, really delicious. But I decided that I wanted to make homemade hummus for the occasion. And I read somewhere that in order for the hummus to be smooth, that you have to get rid of the shell or the hull that is around each chickpea. And that sounded like a lot of work. So I was on Pinterest. They recommended that if you put baking soda, like sprinkle baking soda over 
the chickpeas that it will dissolve that shell. So I was like, oh, that's super easy. Sounds easy. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> it just kind of... So what did you do? It just kind of loosened the shell. I was not going to give up on smooth hummus. I <laughs> was going to have smooth hummus. I peeled all of the chickpeas. Every single individual chickpea? In six cans of garbanzo beans. (laughs) (laughs) So it took me a few hours, but it was delicious. It was delicious hummus. Yeah. And then one of them, so I made, I roasted a red pepper and made roasted red pepper. And then I got some pesto and made basil pesto hummus. And then on the last one, I was just done. I was like, I cannot (laughs) peel any more beans. I just bought a plain hummus and it worked out delicious. And I stood around the table telling everybody, I peeled all of these so that you all could have smooth hummus for the baby shower occasion. It makes me curious how Pita Jungle does it because they have smooth hummus. I don't know. I think I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to ask them. And so we'll have a follow-up podcast because I'm going to investigate at PETA Jungle. This also reminds me of the time we tried to have a fondue party. Yeah, it was my birthday. So three years ago, I was like, oh, I don't want to do anything too big for my birthday. I'm just going to have people over to the house and we're going to do fondue. How hard could that be? You know, we don't have, we don't have to cook anything and it's just cheese. Like, not a big deal. Right. Just cheese. (laughs) It was the biggest mess in my kitchen that I have ever seen. It is like constant chopping, stirring. The chocolate was everywhere. There was so many dishes, more dishes than I would have cooked. Like, if I cooked like a seven-course meal and had 15 people over, there were more dishes than that. It was nuts. And I couldn't cut meat fast enough for people (laughs) to be full off of these tiny little bites. And thank goodness you were there to make one of the cheeses, which turned out to be the best one, but never again. I bought, I have like three fondue pots and I don't think I've used them since that day. Oh, wow. But it was a good idea. So I'll stick to pita jungle for hummus and I will stick to the melting pot for fondue. Agreed. It's just not worth it. Moral of the story. It's just not worth it. (laughs) Do... (laughs) (laughs) Don't try to do something new. Just do... Just go to the store. It's really... Like, you think it's going to be good, and it's going to taste really good, which usually does, but the effort sometimes is not worth it. But you know, you got to know your limits. And every once in a while, you you do discover something that you're talented at and that you could keep in your arsenal, and people think that you're a crazy cool chef. But (laughs) most of the time, it does not work out that way. You heard it here first. I wanted to talk about uh, a beauty tip in this podcast because we want to keep it kind of girly. I have noticed, and maybe they're not real, maybe it's just something I'm fixating on, but wrinkles under my eyes. Oh my God, I have those too. I have always had them. Like even when I was a teenager, like these tiny little wrinkles, I think they're getting bigger and maybe I'm just getting older and I'm just thinking about it. So I don't know. I had this idea to mix my concealer with eye cream or a primer. Okay. And I really, really like it. I've been doing it every day and I just do 50-50 ratio. On my hand, I do a tiny little pump of primer and then a tiny pump of uh, my MAC concealer and I mix it up with the sponge and I put it on. And it goes farther. It doesn't look as heavy as if I just wore the MAC concealer alone. 
I feel, you know, it's not just a cover up that it's actually like hydrating, maybe preventing more wrinkles. Huh. I'll have to take some before and afters and try this out. Yeah. So I've been doing that. And then I was like, well, I can really make it work if I mix it with eye cream instead of a primer. And so I did that and I was like, I'm going to use this certain eye cream. And that leads me to the other thing. I guess this is just a podcast of warning you of what not to do in all life situations. <laughs> That's what it's coming down <laughs> Pretty to. Much. We're, We're just going to warn you what not to do in your kitchen, what not to do on your face, what not to do in life, what not to Google on WebMD. This is what not to do. I think that's, we'll name that the name of the podcast. So long story longer, Fasto and I went to Hawaii in May and we were shopping in this mall that is really empty. Like there's not a lot of people there, but it's got like some high-end stores, some like surf shops. There was this kiosk that was selling skincare products. I don't normally stop. But there was nobody there, and I felt kind of bad for the guy. So I stop, and he gives me a sample, and I'm by myself, Fasto's in the store or doing something. And I get stuck there for like 45 minutes hearing this guy's spiel, and he's trying it on me and everything. And I'm like hooked. I'm like, this stuff is amazing. It's like an exfoliator, a moisturizer, an eye cream, and something else. I don't know. It's like a four-piece thing. And they're like $200 a bottle. What? So for the four piece or each individual? Each individual bottle. Wow. And I'm like crazy. I got totally bamboozled. But listen to what happened. And I I know I got suckered. Okay. He's like, well, let me put it on your eye. And he puts it on my eye. It starts working. And I look at my eye and there's no wrinkles. It works right in front of my eyes. What? And then Fosto comes back and I was like, well, put it on his eye. Put it on his eye. He puts it on Fosto's eye and it works. Fosto and I are looking at each other like, oh my God, this stuff is amazing. So we're in. We're totally going to buy it. And then he tells us the price. So we're like, uh. Uh, never mind. Then he says, well, I'll give you two <laughs> bottles for free if you buy two. So we're going back and forth, back and forth. Long story short, we buy two bottles for $400. Okay. How stupid is that? <laughs> but at the, at the moment, we're like, we're going to have the best eyes. There would be not a wrinkle. Right. So we get back to the hotel And I'm like so excited to use it before dinner because I'm going to like look so young. It's not doing the same thing. It's like just cream. It's not doing what it did like two hours ago. I decided that he had preparation H in the sample bottle that he put on our eyes. That's what I truly think. What? I didn't even know preparation H could do this. Yes, it like temporarily reduces puffiness and fills in lines. You're not supposed to do it like every day. And in fact, I've never done it, but I Googled the heck out of it after I spent $400 on fake eye cream. So did you go back to the kiosk that night or later that day? Or Well, it was closed and they had a 24-hour refund policy. And I'm sure it's good stuff. It's just not going to do what he said it was going to do. Anyways, that's what I'm using with my concealer now is this $400 ripoff eye cream that's probably no better than Secret of Olay or something. I don't <laughs> or know. your generic preparation H cream. <laughs> yes. Wow. But again, moral of the story, don't stop at kiosks. <laughs> Any kiosk. No kiosks, no hummus, no fondue, and no WebMD. Moral of the story. Yes. All right, guys. Well, I think that's it for our podcast this week. We'll be coming to you soon with more baby updates. So how big is your baby now? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Let me look real quick. <laughs> <laughs>
it's the size of a papaya and length is 13 to 15 inches crown to heel and let me tell you that baby is running out of room so i expect to go farther out like a basketball any week now it's it's gonna happen awesome well we're so excited yeah we are too well we'll come up and visit you awesome and we'll have to do a podcast when we're in the same room we will Thanks for listening, guys. Next podcast, we'll talk about how Cynthia and I met and likely have more stories about what not to do either to your face or in the kitchen. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye.